Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. I am Baki as Rico. We are what up? Uh, we are here through your lunch hour. Uh, uh, here and uh, we've got a few. Yeah, what's everybody left. eating? Yeah, let us know. Send us a picture of your food, and also bring me some food. <laughs> I said, are you hungry? Did you, you sometimes pack a meal. Did you pack a meal today? Uh, yeah, kinda. I just had a piece of fried chicken. Hey, well, that's something. That was it. That was my protein after <laughs> arm day. Oh yeah. How how is things going? Dude, my here? arms are killing me. My shoulders are just done for. Uh, Rico is doing Farrell's uh, body shape. Yep, Farrell's extreme body shaping. Um, this is the uh, ten week challenge starts next week. I think if you sign up, they'll have like a uh, pre. They'll, they'll have like a little meeting to kind of run you through everything this Friday, maybe Saturday. I'm not sure. I should actually uh, figure this out before I actually talk about this That's stuff. Right. But it's, it's promotion. I know. One way yeah, the other. <laughs> I know the ten week challenge starts next week. Um, so the workouts for me are going to get slightly easier because they're going to have to run through everything for all of the beginners, which fantastic <laughs> because like I said, my arms are very sore. I went to pick up my backpack, which is not heavy. The only thing in there is my laptop and it was very heavy <laughs> when I picked <laughs> it up. So that was the thing. Also, um, I know it's two hours old, but for anybody that wasn't listening to the end of the drive earlier, Damar Hamlin, the Bills safety that uh, was hospitalized after a hit he took um, and and some cardiac issues and was revived on the turf against Cincinnati, is awake and holding hands with his family in the hospital, which is fantastic news. That's amazing that he's that I mean he's awake at, at all. Like he was he's been kind of asleep and had a breathing tube was giving was being given oxygen uh, ever since he got to the hospital in Cincinnati. Uh, I think it's the University of Cincinnati Hospital, which, uh, hands down to them, they they did a great job um, with with everything that was going on with him. But he is awake. Tamar Hamlin is awake, uh, holding hands with his family. A great sign for him going forward. I don't know what this means for him going forward, but hopefully, you know, more progress will be made and he'll be able to make a full recovery. Yeah, and they say it's, it appears the neurological function is intact. So, um, again, just lots of lots of. Good news, obviously not not great news. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially like no waiting. no heartbeat, no oxygen to the yeah. to the body from what for this could have been and how however scary long. It was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're still kind of waiting on that, and, and I'm still very intrigued by what sa- Saturday is the first time the NFL will get back together. Uh, no Thursday night football this week. Uh, two games sl- slated for Saturday, and just the first couple snaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, just the bill. I mean, the Bills play like. the Patriots, and it's it's. I know that we want to focus on DeMar Hamlin and and that is what you know our main focus is but if you think you know playoff picture if you think in the in the football world of things this game against the Patriots is is huge for both teams not only is it going to be their first game after this this terrible incident but I I don't know exactly how they're going to determine the Cincinnati game however they determine it if they win this game they could still possibly get the one seed home field advantage, and a first-round bye. Uh, the Bills could. And the Patriots, if they win, they're in the playoffs. If they lose, they need the Dolphins and the Steelers to also lose. So it's going to be a massive game, but those first, like you just said, those first couple of snaps, um, I, I don't know if it's in New England or in Buffalo, but it's just going to be extremely emotional for, for all those Bills players, just just going through warm-ups and, and getting ready to play the game. It's going to be very uh, 
there's going to be a lot of emotion going yeah. on. And I, I think it probably goes without saying that the, the Bills are going to have a lot of bandwagon fans oh, yes. um, through this run, and, and I and I hope it's a special one. I hope, um, you know, and regardless what it what it happens, you know, it, it is going to just be special uh, to watch them get out back on the field. Um, not like not just like you said for this this weekend, but um, when they come to the playoffs too. And 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 hopefully again, um, the, the news is better with Demar Hamlin now than it was you know 24 hours ago, and and uh, so it's. Uh, it's heading in the right direction, and, and I mean, that, obviously, that's that's pivotal for um, you know, just just I, I just think again, the most important thing is the young man's life, but um, for just like feeling okay about playing football again, like mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it would if he was still kind of you know, the news was kind of rocky. I I just don't know how you could still go out there. Yeah, I mean, it, it would <laughs> it would have been tough if he if he was still. I mean, he's I. I don't know if they're they're listing him still in critical condition, mm-hmm. um, but if he was still critical condition, still asleep, still with the breathing tube, still being given oxygen, it would have been tough to go out there and, and play that game. At least, yeah. at least for me, if I was his teammate, it would be rough for me to go back out there, especially whoever is going to be in, in place of him at that safety position. Like it's it's going to be tough regardless, um, even though he is awake now. But if if he hadn't woken up yet, it would have been rough. Yeah, uh, transitioning to uh, some college football here. Um, well, first of all, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen this, uh, Tristan Jebbia is in the transfer portal. That's right, Tristan Jebbia, uh, who it seems know like he's been in college, college forever. I think this is going to be his seventh year, um, and uh, I'm not kidding. There's a lot of college football players going on the, those type of uh, those type of runs. Um, obviously, best of hope to him. Now he's he for like a brief moment flashed like he was the future at Oregon State. That's a really good program, keep mm-hmm. in mind now. Now. Um, yeah, and it has, has become a good – I don't know about a good program. The last couple of years has been a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for, he kind of flashed for a second, got hurt, and then never really got a chance to get his spot back just because the, the back of the guys that took over played better. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it's interesting just to kind of see what he does, what he can become. Obviously, you still think back – maybe you do, but I still think – back to you know what would have happened with the Adrian Martinez injuries his freshman year if Tristan Jebby had stuck around campus mm. uh, maybe you have a better chance maybe you don't go 0-6 to start uh, and uh, and and you know I love a lot of people I love how they go back to the thunderstorm and all that stuff and, and maybe if they just had overall I don't think the if Frost they thing was that, gonna work if here they would have played that Akron game the entire <laughs> Frost tenure would have been different they would have been national champions by year yeah three. I just I I, I I can't believe that there would be too much different I think overall it kind of catches up to you but his first game was against Colorado he ended up getting hurt it was terrible yeah <laughs> uh but it, it's interesting nonetheless and then I I think too it, it's just it's been c- kind of compounding to me. The, the, obviously, the stress of missing out on Joe Burrow. Like, Adrian Martinez is, is such a – like, I'll say this before anything else, I guess. I thought that Taylor Martinez and, and you know, Tommy Armstrong, the quarterback, no matter what, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of a controversial figure because there's always, you know, they, they get too much blame for the uh, for the losses and mm-hmm. uh, probably too much credit for the wins. But um, in, in, in any case, it's – but. Adrian Martinez, not just because of who he was, how his career ended um, at Nebraska and then got better at Kansas State, Mm -hmm. but also just the name circling that you chose Adrian over at this point now, if you're Scott Frost, you chose Adrian basically uh, over Joe Burrow uh, and now Max Duggan. So (laughs) it's... I don't think he was... I think Max Duggan was the year before. 
Well, Max Duggan was highly recruited by uh, Mike Riley, and then yeah. when it was kind of obvious the change was going to happen, um, you know, Nebraska could have still reached out to him, but at that point, obviously, yeah, I think the he was first committed. call was yeah. Adrian Martinez. Yeah, I think um, he was committed to TCU, though. I don't think he was going to come off of that. And, and he might have been, but the major, the but no, I, no, I get what the you're biggest thing at. is he was yeah. very obviously zeroed in on Adrian Martinez. He went so from he wasn't yeah, going to Nebraska went from from no quarterback to Adrian Martinez. It wasn't the guy right next door. It was yeah. it was this guy down in California. Which I don't know. I mean, and you kind of had that. There's this past recruiting uh, year too with, um, you know, Whipple's guy out there, Pop Watson, and just kind of overlooking Zane Flores. Um, and, and 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 by no means should you just offer every quarterback in the state. But um, man, it it just it it feels like Nebraska's not taking care of their backyard, uh, not taking care of their opportunities. And and usually you kind of say that. But then when when it when it becomes like the best quarterbacks in the sport, like mm-hmm. the most important mm-hmm. position, and it, it's just, it it's it continues the headache. I and suppose. and and OG less less Lancaster. I mean, you're not wrong. Max Max Duggan was the backup to start this season. The starter yeah. got hurt, and Max Duggan continued and and you know became uh, what he is today. And then Joe Burrow was 250 to one for the Heisman. Not even that. Joe Burrow didn't really play at Ohio State. Transferred to LSU and didn't have the greatest first year. Like people think that he's all right. People, yeah. people, people think that he was there for like a year. No, he was there for two years. Yeah. His first year, they played UCF in a bowl game and lost. Yeah. And then the next year, they go on to the national championship. So I understand that, and, and I get you know it's kind of revisionist history. You just look back at you know the success they had, not anything before that. But at the same time, like Max Duggan was the starter at TCU for two and a half, almost three years before he got benched this season uh, and then has done what he's he's doing now. And then Joe Burrow, you saw what he was able to do, but you <laughs> never know if they would have been what they are and were if they would have come to Nebraska. If Joe Burrow was at Nebraska for those two years, he doesn't have the weapons at LSU. He doesn't have yeah. the offensive line that LSU had. So I don't know if he. I don't think he wins I understand. the highs of it. You might. You might not get the highs of those guys' careers, um, but we do know what Nebraska was while they mm-hmm. were not here, and that was not good. So, but Adrian <laughs> Martinez was coming off a successful freshman season. He was, and it was. It was. You know, you but, you see that, and yeah. you think he's. You you think he's going to get better in his next year. And it was you either take that or you're taking Joe Burrow, who again, but it didn't, didn't have to be either State. or thing. It, it could have been bringing Joe Burrow to compete with Adrian. That um, is true. Which they just they didn't do. Is he better than we, what we got? <laughs> I, I don't know. You could have found out. <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, we all found out in, in the end. And but if you uh, were just going to go story. with Adrian, regardless, I mean that I understand why you're not going out and getting somebody who probably wants to start. Especially if you're, like I said, I don't you're going to go with Adrian regardless. Matt Rule. That's, that's what I love about Matt Rules. It's not sitting around and just, oh, Casey's here? Well, then we got years down the line. Yeah. Go out and get some competition. See, but, but I think there's actually going to be a competition. If they brought Joe Burrow in, I don't think there was going to be a competition. I think it was Adrian regardless. Well, considering how uh, Scott Frost was and Adrian are tied at the hip for most of their career. Exactly. I think that, that <laughs> probably is true, but I would at least like to see the competition. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll talk more. Rose Bowl draws the lowest viewership in its game history, but the college football playoffs were up. So we'll talk about that coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket. This is the Ticket Water Cooler.